Okay, the MBM podcast. We are here. We have figured out new software. We have figured out new hardware. We have figured out how to make it all work somehow. Mike has probably wanted to smash his head off of the desk 15 times. However, he is still there. <laughs> it's been a little ridiculous, but uh, I think it's going to be good in the long run. I think so. I think so. So you would you would never know we're sitting about what three and a half kilometers or you know a yeah. mile and a half from each other. <laughs> right, right. That's the best. And here's the best part. This will make two shows that'll get released within days of each other. Yeah. Like who would have thought? We just got to figure out what order we want to release them in. Do we make them wait and hear Eric, or do we make them wait and hear Rick? Or maybe we'll just release it all at once as one big podcast. Ooh, put them both together? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. We'll have to it add would. in something at the end. Stay tuned. The next one's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> with that oh, being said, we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man with us today, Mr. Rick Seffrude from Gone Banana Racing Skins. Rick, thank you very much for being on the NBM podcast. Thank you guys for having me on the show again. And we got him on Skype this time, folks. We did. That's- First time on Skypes for me. Look at that. We're setting a trend. Oh, no. <laughs> you sound great, Rick. That's, yes. That's the best part about it is, is you're nice and loud and clear. Cool. Very, um, very good. So what's been so, up, Rick? I've been busy doing a lot of Traxxas X-Max foams and doing a lot of high-speed foams on... I think I got it all figured out now. A few of the guys are still blowing them off, but I think I found the right glue for that now. So, oh, those X Max tires are just <laughs> enormous. They're huge. Never mind when you put foam on them. Yeah, it's a three-step process you got to do. So the oh. first ones I just pushed on, and that took me too long. So I figured out a better way to do it. Nice. And you said you kind of had to figure out uh, more with the high-speed stuff. Was a gl- uh, different type of glue? Uh, totally different way of gluing it and a glue. So really, eh? You know what? Some next time we're stuff. next time we're down there, I want to come by your place. I want to see your your get up over there and how you do this. <laughs> it's pretty dusty right now. That's okay. <laughs> I'll just wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard somebody's pretty... cell phone go off. I'm going to turn mine down, too. <laughs> oh, no. I moved my microphone. I made a bad, bad mistake. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. Tell me about it. So have you been doing much racing, Rick, or uh, you kind of just been working and doing the foam thing? Um, I didn't start racing until, like, uh, late June this year. I picked up a different eight scale. I had pretty good luck with that. And then... One of the tracks, backyard tracks around here, I had got shut down. So then we had her all scrambling to find different places to race eight scale. And we went to Benny's uh, over in Lake Geneva, raced a few times there, then found the Midwest Nitro Series. Um, it was in State Line two weeks ago racing. So that's good. Doing better than us. But, um, <laughs> so, I got one more outdoor uh, race uh, at LTR, no, LRT in Evansdale, Iowa. So, All right, on. Uh, 
And I know there's not a whole lot of details right now, but you're planning, uh, we're going to call it the second annual Gone Banana Skins Racing uh, Challenge coming yep. in October. Uh, this one will be at uh, Star Collectibles in Mustatine, Iowa. Um, he just put in a new carpet track, and I thought I'd get down there and move some product and help him get going for the season. Well, I think it'll definitely draw a good crowd, that's for sure. Oh, tell me about it, right? And uh, well, um, Matt, you're not able to go to that one already? You confirmed that? Uh, or? Yeah, so basically the way it works is um, I have a very, very, very strong feeling that's either um, the weekend, the last weekend where I'll be working nights. Now, if it happens to fall on that weekend, I might be able to make it. Um, but there's a possibility it falls in between the two weeks that I'm doing nights in October. And I'm supposed to have my wisdom teeth removed the first Friday of those two weeks because just driving transit at night i can get away with it and if i have it done friday morning which i'm off all day friday get what i mean i can go back to work sunday night and still have them done so unfortunately having wisdom teeth removed and because i'd be working nights i wouldn't be able to make it there and back in in that short time frame yeah but if it falls at the end then i might just take like a monday tuesday off and my wife will take the earlier part of the day and we'll just leave friday morning uh, after i sleep for you know five six hours kind of deal so I got to wait. I'm waiting to hear back uh, currently from the guy I'm working in place of to know for sure what two weeks he has off in October. And then, but I, I'm pretty sure that lands in the middle. If I, if I remember the conversation him and I had correctly, it, it lands in, dead in the middle. Oh, well, what can you do? Right? Oh, that's it. Right. It's, it's yeah. Regardless, either way, one of us will be there and, uh, or both, who knows? Or both. And, uh, one way or another, we'll, uh, I think we'll do like we did at Casey's, whether it's one or both of us try to, uh, get some, actually we failed horribly at the spring fling. Well, my, I listen, the last time we went, when we went to the gone banana racing skins challenge, I figured something out very, very quickly. Hmm pick one class or two classes that I'm very fond of and that's it. Yeah. I, I did it again to myself at the spring fling. I raced like four or five classes and I was like, okay, this is enough of this insanity. As much as I love racing and track time, yeah, I, I think if uh, the, any race that I go to where we're going to plan on trying to podcast as well as race, I'll probably only end up racing one or two classes. Yeah. yeah so I'd... anyways, we'll be there, Rick. One of us, both of us, all of us. <laughs> one way or another something will happen definitely i'm also gonna talk with uh marka and try to set up a springtime uh gone bananas challenge there too so all sweet then maybe we can call it the mbm podcast or the international gone bananas challenge or something <laughs> so. the, oh. inner, the inner smashable inner smashable <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we but, all know how us canadians are up here i will be putting aluminum um steering deals on all of my cars i'm not having another <laughs> servo horn break on me that was oh, so depressing no kidding. a two-wheel drive buggy was moving so rick are you still running uh a lot of the team c vehicles or are you kind of moving away from that uh, what's going on in that realm of things um i kind of parked all my team c cars and then um picked up the new schumacher k kf2 se and i gained um Gained about two laps on the other cars. So. Wow. Holy moly, I, eh? I felt good uh, just keeping up with Eric Jensen and a few of the fast guys. I was tick slower than they were, but the car felt really good. Wow. And that's a uh, stadium truck? or No, that was a two-wheel drive buggy. The oh, new okay. Schumacher that 
buggy that came out. Hmm. I don't follow the Schumacher line very much at all, so I don't like you know. And they got all those weird names, <laughs> and it's like it's, uh, TXY forty seven ninety two, and you're like, hey, what is that? And, oh, that's just a two wheel drive buggy. Why not just call it a two wheel drive buggy? No, we got to call it some space age NASA name. Oh, anyways, whatever. <laughs> but uh, the KF two, you can set it up with um, saddle packs, um, shorty pack. Um, Low traction, high traction. It comes with all the belts and the conversions to change it to whatever the track needs. Right on. Hmm. That seems basically, to be the new trend. Basically, I just built the stock stock setup and then went up ten weight on oil since we're on carpet. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that. Uh, it's a good car. Now I got to get rid of the other stuff. So. <laughs> so anything else that's new and exciting around there rick or uh, that, that you're kind of doing uh, any experiments uh i know you've been working uh with the speed run guys trying to keep tires together at absurd amounts of uh speed um i've worked on a new compound for uh vincent pace he's from new york um he uh, has been running 20 30 passes on a set of tires um wow He's been doing pretty good. He set a record, his personal best at 130. Um, Bill Jolly. Miles per hour, yeah. right? Yeah, miles per hour. Yep. It's, I got it on my uh, Gone Bananas page. Um, front picture, um, it's documented. Uh, Bill Jolly, he's, I think he's from Michigan. He ran 160 with his 4x4 slash, I think uh, 8S. So. Oh, my God. He's on. Um, Multiple passes on that too. So. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! <laughs> wow, these Schumachers—that's a different setup. Holy, Mike, you got to see these things. Eight S in a slash. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. I don't know where <laughs> you put the batteries, but that's insane. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I guess yeah. if you got some of those small four S's that are out there, you could True. jam two of them in there. That's impressive. By the way, you shake it. Yeah. What were you gonna say there, Rick? Sorry. I don't know if he's running the evil empire stuff or not. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's even more dangerous. Yeah, uh, isn't it? <laughs> me and Matt are going to work on a new uh, commercial slash ad thing, too, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I didn't... Uh. We're going to come up with something creative. We just haven't come up with it yet. At um, Star Collectibles down in uh, Muscatine, Iowa, I got some guys testing a different compound down there. Um, I'm trying to get... Get that black carpet for, um, I can get 12 weeks out of a set of tires. So, wow. Holy jeez. I got <clears throat> two guys down there testing. I'm going to send down another pair down there for testing before I get my big race down there in October 21st and 22nd. So, so is it like in plain terms, like are you just finding a more dense foam that, or like, I, I guess I just, you know, we don't know how you... Like you say, different compounds. What's different from one to the other? Um, shore rating. Oh, which? Oh, what rating? The shore rating. Shore rating, they call oh. it. I got a max max mod on tire drometer thing, so oh, can measure okay. the density of the foam. Okay. <clears throat> Back in the early days when Jayco was around, it was yellows, b- green, blue. Where the blue was a hard compound, green was the Medium, 
yellow was really soft. So. Okay. So, like, could, if somebody wanted a real soft set of foams, could they ask for that from you, and you could do that, or? Yeah, I could get any kind of compound I want, but I've been just sticking with a couple different compounds right now. Um, right, right. Well, no, but that's that's good to know as an option, right? Because you never know. Somebody might want something that's hard as cement, or someone else might want it very soft. I mean, I could see the very soft ones just kind of getting beat up on a track, right? Because, you know... Yeah taking chunks out of it and, and things like that but i think um the more camber you run in your rear tires like i said before back in the old days they didn't have camber gauges and they just rolled it on a dusty floor and got half the tire from the inside to the metal and keep the outside edge off because when you get in a corner it'll lay flat anyhow so mm-hmm. i had that problem with some my first set of black um, tires down at uh, Mustatine. Mm-hmm. And the guys are chunking them too fast. That black carpet, Ozite, is um, a little different than the gray. Yeah, I bet. But with the black compound um, and the black carpet, them guys are running no traction compound. So Nice. And then the other thing we've learned is to not use those uh, 2.4 2. Uh, yeah. rims because uh, for some reason they, well, it's just, yeah doesn't leave as much foam on the edge i think is what it is eh yeah and plus that outer lip on the rims uh, kind of helps protect that foam a little bit right yeah no yeah, and, the, and the evos are missing that because they're more of like an eight scale style rim right yes sir <clears throat> and, and i know basic, i learned my oh. lesson the hard way because I, I got a night i got nice sets of de racing rims you know thanks to friends of ours over at de racing and uh Shipped them off to Rick to have foams wrapped on them and got them back and went, oh, wow, I am chunking tires like nobody's business. I am a really crappy driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the first set of foams I got from Rick, I've ne- I never did that. Like, I never, other than on my 443, uh, you know, I took a little chunk out of one. But, you know, that's a four-wheel drive buggy. Those tires are spinning crazy speed in compared to the two-wheel drive buggies that we normally drive. You know what I mean? Well, so. the other thing we noticed, too, is, is if the jumps are covered with carpet, there's a lot less chunking of the foams than if it's just a wood jump on top of the ozite. Yeah, especially if you land kind of sideways. And some of the, in a, in a few corners at a few times at a, at a few uh, tracks that we've raced at or just layouts that we've raced on, you know, you're kind of forced to land on a, a little bit of an angle on the jump. And because it's wood, the car wants to naturally slide on it a bit. And we, we noticed that uh, caused yeah. it real bad on one, uh, one even layout if the, we had. Even if it's close to a corner coming up to the jump, you're kind of still turning mm-hmm. as you come out of that, yeah. the, out of the apex of it. And because the car's got all that weight on the, that outside tire, you catch the wood, eh? And it just, yeah. I don't know, it's something I noticed anyways, whether it's true or not, who knows. Well, no, like I said, we, we there were a few track layouts with a few jumps and a few places where we both noticed that we were chunking tires and mm-hmm. it was like, what are we doing? And Rick, what do you do? Like, do you just, when you, like, because you can patch those chunks sometimes, right? Like, you just add a piece of foam, you glue another piece in, and then just turn it, or? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I bake them, pull the foam off, and then cut the bad section out, and then I glue um, extra rings in, and then cut it to the width of the rim and oh, put right it back on. on. But I got to have the pair when I do that, so when I right. bake them together, they'll both come out the same. So. Mm-hmm. Then I put the bad part that I replace, I put it on the inside of the room, so the outside will be the same. A little mad scientist behind it. 
<laughs> oh, I could only imagine. I could only imagine. It's pretty cool. I, I do it for Marka, the guys at Marka. I, I do it pretty much for everybody. So if you got my phone number, you pretty much can call me and we can talk about it. So Yeah, oh, for sure. <clears throat> no, you've been nothing but the best to, uh, to us and everybody we know, I can tell you that. I want to treat people good. Yeah, well, you definitely, you definitely accomplish that. And if anybody says otherwise, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just I had yeah. one bad experience with the speed run guy. He, I sold some tires to a hobby shop, and oh, I remember seeing this. Yep, I blew. He blew him off in probably first pass, and I asked him if he had the car, the wheels off the ground on one side, and he kept swearing up and down no, but. I offered to fix them, and he was persistent to uh, keep at me, and I gave him his refund of all the money he spent on tires, and I, uh, after I sent him the money back, and then he had the balls to ask me if I'd fix them, and I said no. It's either fix them or money back, so... Yeah, that was re- that, I, I watched that whole thing go down, I just I couldn't understand it. It's like, hey, wait a minute. The guy who made them, who sold them to the hobby shop, is willing to fix them for you free of charge. You just got to mail them to him, and you're going to sit there and say no. It's like, ugh. Anyway, like I said, it was just some people. I tell you, some people. <laughs> it's a lesson learned. I, That's all. It made me look for a better glue, too. So I've only <laughs> seen that happen uh, once with the, the stadium trucks where they got up on a pipe and blew the foam off just like it so I'm sure the glue might not been good in the speed run tires but I know what it does in the 10 scale stuff so I remember watching I think it was at the spring fl- the first spring fling you guys came up to um, actually one of the racers I think he must have got a small cut in one of his rubber tires and he got caught on a pipe and he gave it a, a shot of throttle and while well, that little tiny nick turned into a big wide split and then it spit the foam insert out of his tire. <laughs> He's like, Crazy. what was that? <laughs> so, but, I don't I can imagine. It's, just, uh, it's crazy. Racing's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing tires. Um, I got a great group of guys um, buying tires uh, I race with. So... It's all good fun. It's all that matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah. I want to have more fun. Can it become more. fall and winter now? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <clears throat> to get back to uh, racing multiple classes, usually at a club race, I only race one class. When it becomes work, it is no more fun. So. I don't mind it. It's just well, the, the issue that I have is I'm I'm a little space cadet when it comes to to certain things so i think i have lots of time which really isn't lots of time and then the next thing i know it's like oh i got a race oh crap and then you kind of get yep. caught sometimes in that circle of you race then you marshal and then you only have one race to get ready for the next race that you're in so yeah. it gets a little hectic right? we didn't even have that at the marker race we went to right it was we raced we marshaled we raced we marshaled we raced it was like oh man uh, yeah it was like you know i made a like, mistake you better have all your cars ready you know because you got all three races back to back. Well, not back to back, but but just that spacing. Thank God for my spacing. wife. Ugh. Yeah, no, she, no kidding. She, uh, she saved my bacon big time. That was a good time. I'm glad you guys all came down. Guys from Michigan. Um, Spike, he did a good job of race directing. Push that 
shuttle through and pretty fast pace. So. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he he was great. He was great, and uh, that w- watching him operate that show and, and keep that moving along it was like that's that's race directing right there. That's that's if I'm gonna run a race for somebody, that's that's who I want to be, who <laughs> I want to do it as. Like you know what I mean? Like just with that, let's go. You know, we're moving on, kind of deal. Yeah, I was I was really happy with the turnout. Hopefully, this year will be even bigger. So. I'm looking forward to the Star Collectibles in Mustine, Iowa. And that's October 21st through 22nd, right? Yes. How and do you spell the, that, Mustine? Is there going to be like a practice day or anything prior to Friday, it? Or? Friday, Friday will be practice from noon to 8. And Saturday, the doors will open at 8. Racing starts at 11 till done. Perfect. I can make... Oh, hang on. I'm looking up how far it is, Mike. You keep talking. <laughs> I'm doing valuable uh, research. Well, you know, it's kind of what we got to do because, as we know, it's, what, probably an eight-hour drive, nine-hour drive from here. That's my guess. Probably um, probably ten. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Yep. We Oof. could fly in six hours. You yeah. Could, no, just you could ship your stuff down here, and I'll haul it over. What we need is, is Eric to come pick us up in his plane. Well, yeah, there I you go. I wonder what that would cost. I know, I know. I think Problem he only is, has... Sorry, what was that? No, I don't know how big of a plane he can get. Like, if he can get a four-seater or not, That that's the question, right? A lot of it depends on how much weight he has to fly with, and I think he only has to pay for the time that he, the motor's running. So. Yep, yeah. yeah. But it all determines on, you know, like I said, the bigger the plane, I'm sure the more expensive it gets. And Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We'll talk to him. Well, of course the shorter distance has toll roads. Why wouldn't it? But, um... Oof, yeah. That's we're still working on the details for that Mustatine uh, race in Iowa, the Star Collectibles, so I'll have more details to come. Flyers. That's good. There's anything we can do to help you, uh, Rick, to promote promote it, or uh, you know, behind the scenes? Uh, absolutely, let us know. Cool, I will. Um, I got Edwin working on Hartman from DoD working on um, the plaques, flyer for me. So we'll see how it turns out in a couple of weeks. So. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh yeah, especially with Edwin. Yeah, love that guy. He's a great guy. He does good work. So yeah, very creative too. Easy to work with. Yep, the best kind. <laughs> wow. You got a, you got some sort of idea. He can put it down. And tell him he can work it out. So. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I've always loved about working with him is it's just you know I give him an idea and then, you know, a day or two later he sends me a thing and it's just like, wow. Thanks. Read my mind. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Did you sleep last night? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eleven hundred kilometers, dude, one way. Nice. It's twenty two hundred kilometers. Oof. Rental? Oof. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like a like a little hatchback four cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> might as well run a camper then. I might just say to my mom, I'm borrowing your minivan. Is, is, would there be room to set up a camper? Um, yeah, he's got a parking lot there. 
pretty good sized parking lot. Hmm. Want to take a? Uh, we should we should talk to Julie's aunt, Matt. Yeah, I. You really think she'd let us loose with that thing? I don't see why not. I can drive it. I know you can drive it. <laughs> I shall ask. Good luck with that. You let me know how that works. However, she does. I think she likes me, so I think we're all right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She thinks you're hilarious. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really funny. Within about twenty minutes of meeting her, she's like, "Well, you just take my suburban, and I'll take your truck home." I'm like, "Okay, sure, whatever." You oh want yeah, to do. no. Like I said, <laughs> she's uh, very easygoing, very uh, uh, easy to talk to, yes, you know, and, yeah. and agreeable, you know. Yeah. So. She's very accommodating. She's definitely. Yes, uh, that's very, the word. Yeah. Yeah. She's so. she's awesome. And we can we can advertise for her too. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> wow, that'd be wild. <laughs> you know what? You, oh my God! Could you just imagine us rolling up on that in that bus and everybody just going, "Who the hell are these guys?" <laughs> it's, I don't it's, know. A, <laughs> it's a it's a huge motorhome on wheels, man. I think a lot of people are switching over to campers, going to these big events. That way they can just put all their stuff in the camper and yeah. don't have to worry about hotels. They can have well, hotels are expensive. And if you have a place where you can park and it's like the parking lot of the RC place, okay, so what? You got to bring a generator and, I mean, you know, make sure there's something close by. You use the bathrooms at somewhere else. Who cares, right? Yeah, yep. Most tracks got the old <clears throat> porter potties, I should say. So. Yeah, exactly. So, but oh well. That's well, that's good. So, Rick, uh, I know we were. I mean, you were talking. I, I really didn't fill Matt in a whole lot there. <laughs> uh, he, I uh, I made the post <laughs> about doing a giveaway, and he sends me a message. He goes, "We're doing a giveaway." I said, <laughs> "Oh yeah." <laughs> but. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to come up with a creative way. I don't exactly know the way 100% yet on how we're going to do it. <laughs> but uh, I got some ideas, so I, I got to try it out first. And then once that happens, but uh, basically uh, we're going to give away a set of 10 scale foams on whatever rims or, I guess, or whatever Rick can uh, accommodate, whatever, right? And uh, Whatever color they want. Yeah, perfect. I use DE racing wheels, so... The only kind mount, to uh, use. Huh? The only, the only kind, kind to, to use. use. Yeah. And there are some guys that want specific rooms, so I do those too. So. And, and are you yeah. able to accommodate any color, or are you just kind of sticking to the white? Um, I'm, I'll do any colors, any, any style they want. Okay, perfect. Well, that's good to know. But um, at the larger quantities, I'll either be strictly white or yellow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to come up with a creative way here. Uh, once uh, we uh, get Rick off Skype here, I got to talk to Matt about exactly how we want to do it. But uh, we're going to do it. And it's going to be fun. And I think we're going to start doing a lot more of these. Uh-oh. Everybody's in trouble. Look out. We well, come and... Got this, got this show working better. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it's been a real challenge with me not feeling well. And uh, like I was telling you earlier when we spoke, Rick, uh, you know, it's only been the last couple of weeks that I've really been feeling back to normal. You know, I, I still, I, you know, I'm still recovering, but even just my mind, you know, you don't even realize how off your mind is until you, you come back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's tough, you know. Like I would like to be doing more, but I can't, you know, yet. But we'll see. I know at Casey's race, you look like you were in a lot of pain. Oh, I was. 
I was. When I look back, I shouldn't even have. I shouldn't have even have been doing what I was doing. <laughs> but when did you oh, guys well. uh, having your first indoor race up there in Canada? Um, that's, to be determined. Uh, to be determined. <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that. Okay. I can. I'll, but I we'll can give explain. you plenty of uh, heads up on that deal. Yeah. Supposed to happen. Good. Yeah. Well, I can explain to you more of the situation, uh, just not on the air. <laughs> okay. But I'll probably be bringing up uh, quite a few guys to uh, Casey's spring playing in the spring, too. So. Yeah, we're going I'm to meet with to... him uh, on the 30th, I think, to yeah, try think and we get a plan together for racing Tuesday. Yeah, that's Tuesday. Eh? Yeah, a week from Tuesday. So hopefully we'll know more, and uh, I'm interested to see the turnout that uh, shows up for that. I know myself, you said you're going to be able to probably make it now, Matt. Yeah, I, like I said, I'll, I, I'm going to head down. Like, I'm going to yeah. have to obviously work Wednesday morning, but I'll yeah. just I'll go down in my truck, and just by X time, I'm out. Yeah, at 9 o'clock, you just bounce, right? Yeah, that's it. That's all. At least I can go down and, and do my best to help support. Yeah, and Joel's going to come. So, I mean, that's you know that's three people right there. I mean, that's a, that's a good start, and hopefully we can just get things organized. And I yeah. think, uh, you know, without saying too much i think the best thing is is just to assign people certain jobs and and everyone you know has to hold their end of the deal up and if they can't they gotta give you know a lot of notice ahead you, of time yeah, if, you, if you can't if you can't make the the commitment to doing it then maybe it's just better not to yeah. at all but yeah uh, like i said we'll talk with casey i know it's it's always a struggle it's always a struggle i think no matter where you go right to to get good help and uh it's not a matter of getting good help because there's always help there. It's just it's having it continuously. Yeah, yeah. Every you know? everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But I know. I know. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of tracks getting bashed. You know, the way the yeah. tracks done ran. <clears throat> track is crappy. People well, it seems. Is... That... Go, oh, go ahead, Rick. People got to understand it's a lot of work to run an outdoor dirt track. <laughs> There's a lot of maintenance going into it. Um, I don't know. With Clark shutting down the summer, it was um, pretty, pretty uh, devastating around here. You know, people had to scramble to figure out where they were going to race. You know, Clark is a pretty nice facility, Clark RC Park, and other tracks. Um, people weren't very familiar with so then they ventured out and had good times at other places but well and it seems like everybody has an opinion and that that is okay but in my personal opinion if you're going to have an opinion then you should be the one willing to execute it you know if you say well i think that you should do this okay you go do it because Obviously, I've got enough on my plate that I don't have time to execute that. Let's go do this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and that's what I find is everybody tends to say, oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. Oh, you should have done this. Oh, you should have done that. Why aren't we doing it this way? Well, hold on a second. It, <laughs> here you go. You run the show. And uh, I will come out and I will say this. Look what happened to the CRC Car Club. <laughs> you know? I, my opinion of the whole situation was, is that... Some people don't, and it's a majority of people, don't understand the level of commitment it really does yeah. take. They understand that there's a commitment to make to do it, 
but they really fully, truly don't understand the countless amount of hours that gets poured into it to make it successful. Am I saying that you and I, Mike, know everything about doing it? No. Absolutely not. We have a lot to learn, but we we gave up the time. We put in the time to try and make sure that everybody had a, a smooth running race day and enjoyed themselves. And Well, and it's not even just what happens when you're on the scene, it's behind the scenes, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think anybody that's ever been truly involved with a club and, uh, you know, an RC track will, will know that it just doesn't end at four o'clock when the doors close because, you know, there's, there's the marketing side of it. There's bringing in new people. There's, you know, the social media side of it where mm-hmm. people are always reaching out, you know, it just doesn't stop. It, it's, it's almost like an, another, I'm not, I wouldn't even say it's more than a part-time job. You know, it's not a full-time job because if it was a full-time job, then, you know, you wouldn't be able to do anything else. But it takes special people to be able to pursue running a track. We'll just leave it at that, you know, and a lot of dedication. Yeah, got to have a lot of help. And help. Yep. Even if you have to pay for it. Well, and, and, and that's kind of what the realization I think that we're coming to up here is, is that you know, we were we were doing things where there was no membership fees. We were trying to keep race fees at a very minimal amount. Uh, the problem with that is, is for us up here, is everything's expensive. Renting a place is expensive. There isn't a lot of abandoned buildings in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So, Well, and if they are, they're owned by somebody that doesn't live in the Sioux and doesn't understand the, econo- the economy in the Sioux, and they want what, like, somewhere in Toronto would charge for the building, which is Yeah, exactly. Absurd. You know, so that's that's what we have to look at up here is is for our members, we have to, I think we're going to have to start charging a fee. I think race fees are going to have to go up a little bit. Um, I think if you become a member and you pay the upfront fee of X amount of dollars, that yes, because you're a member, your race day fee should be a lesser amount than if you just walked in off the street. Um, True. You know, I, I think that's a way of approaching it. I think, uh, Rick, you hit the nail with the sledgehammer there uh, by saying you have to pay for good help. And that's the truth, because if somebody's treating it as, you know, a job, they're going to do that, that assigned task better than if they were not getting paid. Um, you know, and I think uh, the whole everybody pays, and if there's going to be payouts at the end to people that helped, then it just comes out of that, you know, okay, you paid your $35 to race your three classes, but, you know, you put in eight hours of help, well, here's 40 bucks. you know. You actually made 5 bucks today, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that you just, that's what you got to do. It, it's unfortunate that it has to be that way. Uh, those that, you know, don't have to get paid, obviously, is just basically saying, this is my contribution to the club financially, is how it can be looked at, you know. But that's why I think it's important that everybody does the same, right from the president to the newcomer. If everybody's treated the same, nobody can ever say, well, you know, this person didn't do this, this person doesn't do that, they don't pay, blah, 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 why don't they pay, you know, just, no, no, no. And it's simple, you know, you just establish that, that equality across everybody, and uh, I think it eliminate, eliminates a lot of the problems. Mm-hmm. I know, um, Mark, uh, we always pay the race director, so... That way the show gets ran. and But again, like I said, because he's getting paid, he knows that he's got to do that good job. He can't turn around and say, well, I'm just volunteering my time. Sorry. Yeah. 
you know, and, and hey, you know, it's, it's different because, hey, that guy knows he's going to make X amount of dollars at the end of the day for doing a good job. He's going to do a good job. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I know myself, I do it just to do it because I want to see racing happen. I don't care about getting paid. Yeah. You know, I know that there's people that will appreciate it, but not everybody thinks that way, you know? And mm-hmm. again, my donation is my time. You know, I don't have a million dollars or, you know, a thousand dollars to throw into an RC club, but I can give my time, you yep. know? Yeah. And that's yep. what I did. That's, that's why I poured so much of my time into it because I didn't, I didn't have the, the, the cash flow just to say, here, here's, a, you know, an extra couple hundred bucks to buy that or this for the club. And you know what I mean? I just, I didn't have that. But I yeah. did have lots of time, and I did have the ability to learn things quickly and, and learn how to use things. So, Just stuff that you see a lot of, Rick, too, you can really relate to kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got your fingers wet in a few different uh, tracks and clubs, eh? Like, not really running them, but because of your, your attachment to RC with the foam tires, you kind of do get reeled in kind of as a support support system for track owners or club owner uh people who run clubs because there's no such thing as a club owner but you know what i mean yeah every track's different you know some with my race uh program i'm running um open tires open motor and sticking to the same classes as i did for the gone bananas challenge so and some people don't like that but Somebody that's got a 6.5 motor in versus a 13.5 that can stay on the track a little better could actually well, win a race. So. And, and, you know, and I'm glad you said that because it, it, it's a topic uh, of discussion. I think, you know, bigger isn't always better or faster isn't always better, you know. And one of the biggest sayings in the RC industry is slower is faster. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and me and Matt have had this conversation a hundred times at least that... You know, these motor limits, it, it, it's a challenge because you either set very strict motor limits and have a whole lot of classes, or you just do like what you just said is have it very wide open and just let everybody run together. Now you'll have lots of heat still, but in, it, 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 it's one of those things, you know, do you say, you know, you have a 17.5 only, a 13.5 only, and then an open class? No, what you do is you change the stock classes to seven, what they are, stock. That's 17. right. 17.5, Blinky ESC, um, and, and that's what it is. And then you have an open class, which is run what you brung. You know what I mean? And, and That's right. W- we've seen it before. You've seen me do it. I've put a 13.5 in my four-wheel drive buggy and kept up to the guys that are running 6.5s and 7.5s. It's well, just, you know. When you're on a track, that's only, you know. Well, but that's just it, right? It's obviously with the track. Like, I tried the 13.5 at, um, at Marca when we went. And yeah. it wasn't yeah, that enough. Track was, that track was three <laughs> times as big as what we're used to running on. Well, that's just it, right? So, you know, slowly but surely, I finally... I should have just from the get-go put the, the lower turn motor in like I wanted to. And, of course, I was trying to not. And then, of course, the last race when I finally had it in there, I finally felt really comfortable with the car and felt that I had enough for me. Right. But, of course, that was the last race with the car. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of motors, Rick, have you been... Uh, trying out some of the Evil Empire motors? Um, I only got the 10.5. I've been waiting for uh, a 13.5 and a 6.5. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I went from a mix mash. I don't even remember what I was running. I was running a Tekken Gen 2 and that motor I got you, Matt. Which one was that again? Uh, the uh, 
Oh, the Max D3.5. Yeah. yeah, the D3.5. Yeah. I upgraded the two buggies to the Tekken Gen 3s. Yeah. They, were, they were okay. But then I got uh, some motors from uh, <laughs> Evil Empire. And I'll tell you, man, my unbelievable. That's all I can say is whatever he is doing over there, Mr. Bahana, with those motors, it is just incredible. Um, I guess the biggest problem would be with those motors is because they're not uh, Aurora approved. If you went to a Aurora event. But that's only in stock class. That's right. In stock classes, you would have, you know, a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, because you'd have to he, find a 17.5 that would be you know, approved. But but let's not kid ourselves. He could go for approval and get it. And in my opinion, he would have the best 17.5 turn motor in the world. And uh, the, the, the problem is, in my understanding of it, and it's a, it's a sad reality, is that um, basically when you submit to, to Roar to get your motor or device or whatever it is approved, yep. it tends to be the more money you throw at it, the faster it gets through that process. Right. Yeah, and that's I've heard that from more than one person that's been involved in the getting something approved process. So, if somebody well, from uh, Roar happens to hear this and wants to um, set the record straight, they're more than welcome to get in touch with us, <laughs> and we will gladly record that show. But something tells me that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no, and and honestly, I think that's why you're seeing the mod classes or the open classes exploding the way they have been because. You know, there's other stuff out there that is much more reasonably priced, and I can understand why Aurora-approved 17.5 motor would be so expensive, and it's because, just like you said, because there's a lot more cash thrown at it to get it to that point. So now the company says, says, well, we got to make our money back. we got to charge $90 for Aurora-approved motor, you yeah. know? And uh, and that's fine. It is what it is. Um, really, really, the 17.5 class kind of reminds me of the... Uh, Old days, oval class. Anymore, it's um, money, motors, batteries. And you're making your cards as light as you can. You're putting all these lightweight gears in and stuff. It really isn't a stock class anymore. It's actually a mod class controlled. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's a stock class with, you know, heavy modifications, <laughs> which is ironic because, you know, look at, look at Buddy there, cheese grater chassis. Yeah. Never forget cheese grater <laughs> chassis. You know, drilling holes in his B5 chassis to get the thing lighter. And it's like, how's that stock? Yeah. That's not yeah. stock. Oh, and I've said that a million times. To you me, know, a true stock class is these are the, you can buy any brand you want, whether it be a Kyosho, an Associated, yeah. a TLR, a Shoei, whatever. Buy but how any it comes out of the box is how, is how you have it has to run to it. stay. Yes. Other than you know. like springs and stuff like that. But other than that, like you shouldn't be. You know, if it happens to come with a, a slippery clutch eliminator in the box, then you can run it. You know, if, if it comes with, you know, uh, a cut gears in the box, then you can run it. You, yeah. get, you get what I mean? Like, to me, when, when Associated came out with their, their uh, I think it was like the factory light or the B5M mm -hmm. light, mm -hmm. right? That was a car built and packaged specifically to be a stock buggy. And I believe Jason Snyder did a review on it, and he said for... Out of the box, it's a great stock buggy. So, yep. and that's my opinion. It's always been my opinion because it's exactly like what Rick said. You get the guys that have the big fat wallets that buy the best motors, the best batteries, the best ESCs, buy all of the hop ups, the cut gears, this, that, and the other thing. And it's okay, great. You have an amazing car, but that is nowhere near stock anymore. No, exactly. 
So yeah, the, the the average person couldn't just go buy that, and 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 you know even um, the aluminum upgrades. You know, no, the thing comes with plastic hubs. It's plastic hubs. You know, yeah. if they break constantly. Either, you know, you're driving it into walls or maybe you <laughs> made a poor choice, you know, in, in, in what car you should have bought, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it's just how it is, you know? And, uh, yeah. That's kind of why I just wanted to... Uh, Marka runs open motor rules. Um, and my whole race is going to be around open motors. Uh, just set the classes, let the computer score you. Um, go from there because... You can run any battery with a mod motor, and it'll still be fine, just like a seventeen five with the best battery. Exactly, and and you know what? And and I'm, I stick firm to this. It doesn't matter whether you finish first or last. It should be a matter of are you having fun or not, you know? And I I, I really like the social aspects of of RC races like that, you know. And you know, like Matt was saying, you know, we you, you get eager to run four or five classes. Uh, but then at the end of the day, you're like, man, that was stressful. Like, that was fun, but it was stressful. And it's like, you got to kind of sit back and say, you know what? No, no, let's just run one or two classes. So that way there, there's that time in between, you know, to be able to talk, to be able to work on your car, to be able to podcast while you're there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think it's something we all learn and, and whatnot. I, and, I usually take my two-wheel drive buggy up. Wheeler and my stadium truck, and I'll pick whatever class. Um, like stadium truck, if there was only three guys, I'd enter that and drop the wheeler, um, just to make help make a class for the day. So right, right, yeah, yeah. For me, if I go, it'll definitely be the 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 buggies. They'll be they'll be the ones packed. Yeah, the the buggies are are my two favorite too right now, and uh, you know I think by just concentrating on that. You know those class, just two classes. I think you actually get better, right? Because you're not scrambling all the time. You you know you're learning the cars inside and out. Yep. But I yeah, feel that way. getting into the buggies definitely took my uh, driving uh, oh, to the next level. I think. Big time, yeah. big time for both of us. So much so that I got away from the short course truck so long that when I got one back, I had to realize that no, this is not a, dr- a two wheel drive buggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it will not go around the corner that fast. However, the yeah. the two wheel drive buggy setup works really good on the short course truck. Yeah, those guys uh, put a lot of limiters in them to get them low to make them fast on the flat tracks. Oh, tell me about it. When I was building my SC5M, and I'm looking at the one uh, one of the setups that somebody had sent me that was good on like really high bite carpet kind of deal, and I'm looking at the ride height, and I got everything together, and I go. Um, how the hell did he get it that low? I can't get it that low for my light dependent. And then, of course, you know, realizing that he didn't include the information for his shock build and then talking to a few people, it's like, yeah, you need to take a bunch of limiters so that way those shocks stay short yep. and run buggy springs on it. That was the other thing. <laughs> I also heard uh, they're getting a pretty good size uh, AstroTurf track in uh, Detroit here pretty quick. Oh, man. Huh. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm looking at a particular carpet and Astro car. And it isn't an associated. I don't know. Like I told you guys before, I think there's going to be a lot more uh, turf tracks, carpet tracks coming up. <laughs> There'll be a few dirt tracks out there, but I don't think it'll be the 
as big as it used to be. Well, I think what's happened is is that cost-wise, because the economy has shifted so much and, and things have gotten so expensive across the board, regardless of what it is, that people that want to open up tracks are trying to look at the most cost-effective way of opening up a track and keeping it open. And, and unfortunately, carpet and astro is way cheaper and way less maintenance than dirt. Very true. You know, well, and, and you can operate all year. Well, that's it. If you're in, especially if it's an indoor facility, right? right? right. And you're not battling humidity levels to keep, you know, your clay good enough. Now, get, don't get me wrong. There's there's lots of successful indoor dirt and clay tracks that, you know, will probably still remain so. But something tells me it wasn't the first crack at, at having a business like that for these people that are running successful ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they've tried before, had issues, and had to go back to the drawing board and, and change things and, and get better. And then, you know what I mean? So I definitely want to try and get down to RC Clubhouse. I hear that's a great facility. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to do that for a while. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I've, I've heard good, good things about that place too. And um, State Line in Fairmont, Fairmont, Indiana. That's an awesome facility too. Yeah. And I was there a couple of weeks ago and for the Midwest race and good time. Too bad you had to pay all them tolls. All <laughs> just going through <laughs> Illinois was twenty bucks and then I don't. I didn't check on the Indiana ones, but four bucks to cross the bridge. I was crazy, but beautiful sights. Hmm. Worlds are going on right now? Uh, yeah, onward, on road worlds. Blah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Where's that at? Germany? Uh, I'm not sure. No, I want. Uh, hang on. Uh, uh, here it is. Here you got. I think you you got it. Okay. Beijing, China. China. Beijing, China. No, I'm looking for a very good year this year. So even though it was slow this summer, um, I'm looking for big things this fall, winter. I, I think what Mike and I have just tried to do is embrace the calm of summer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, concentrate on other things we got going on. I know Mike uh, had a ton of yard work and growing grass and, <laughs> you know, all, all that wonderful stuff. And, and, of course, still trying to get himself. I, was gonna say, I didn't do any of it. I just watched my dad. <laughs> I, I was like a foreman sitting in a chair drinking Kool-Aid, firing yep. orders. <laughs> so, Not even kidding. You were pretty sore there for a while, though. Yeah, I still do, but, you know, like I said, I'll live, whatever. But, but I, I think we're both ready for the fall to get here. Like like I was saying to Mike, um, it's going to be take the cars downtime here so shortly and start kind of going through them and, and seeing what the deal is. And Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to have to have one of our ridiculous RC nights where we're like up till 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's one of those stupid, stupid nights. Hey, the best news is my, my actual desk is clean enough for there to be two workstations. You know. <laughs> and you know what? My, my car was that clean. <laughs> and you know what? My cars aren't that bad because I really didn't run them all that much. Because <laughs> yeah. of me getting sick, they yeah. didn't do anything. No. The sad part is, is my cars are sitting in the same condition as they were when I left Casey's Spring Fling. The batteries are still in them. The transponders, they're just sitting there. Like, everything's unplugged, obviously, but... Dude. I just, I yeah. stored, I actually put all my batteries in storage for once. 
and then I tried getting back into the RC stuff there while I was sick, and I just, I just couldn't do it. Like I just, I was doing the, you know, I just didn't feel well, and I couldn't put the time in. I just, you know what I mean? We we're trying to do those speed runs. Yeah. And we did a little bit, you know, and it just, but then it just kind of fell apart. You know, it was. Well, just, yeah, construction okay. started happening on the road that we thought we were going to be able to use. Yeah, that too. But then we went to the track, and the track worked out well. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Unfortunately, the straight isn't quite long enough. If it were longer, yeah, it would be probably better. You got to come around a bend. Yeah. But. Yard sale. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Mike crashed it into. Oh, no, I fixed it. I know, but. <laughs> it was just a tie rod thingamajigger that exploded, <laughs> and I had another one, so. Yeah, it was, uh, I was watching it, and I'm going, uh-oh, uh-oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. Yep. And of course, we didn't have a camera rolling. Nope, not that time. Oh. Yeah, and I'm apparently very bad at trying to do video. <laughs> I just need a tripod. We need a tripod with a decent little camera so that way I can just kind of pan. Yeah, your GoPro. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I tell you. Anyways, well, well, I'm kind of out of questions here for Rick, and uh, we should probably wrap things up and let him go. Yeah, absolutely. I guess uh, that means it's time for a little commercial break. And uh, before we do that, though, we'll, of course, let Rick uh, have any shout-outs that you have, Rick. Uh, I want to thank everybody for supporting Gone Bananas Racing. I want to thank the MBM podcast for allowing me to chat with them again. And I'm really looking forward to racing with you guys soon. So have a great day. Anytime, anytime. No, no problem, Rick. And anytime you want to talk to us, uh, we definitely are going to be more available. So cool. hold, us, hold us to that, you know, because <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's what makes us do it. The Skype thing is all new to me this first time I actually got on and figured out how to use it. So it's great going to be a good time. Are you great just time. using like the built-in speakers and the microphone on your laptop? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. Look at that, folks. It's that simple. It is. <laughs> this morning was this morning when I was installing, I was freaking out a little bit, but I called <laughs> out. Figured oh, it out. Yeah. Ah, you're good. You're good. So. Uh, All right, Rick. Well, awesome. I uh, want to give you my best, and uh, I cannot wait to uh, see you again and uh, race with you and all that jazz. And uh, we will be in touch about uh, the giveaway there. Okay. Probably uh, once Matt releases it, maybe we'll give it a week. So hopefully middle of this week or something like that and yep. into middle next week and go from there. Well, the beauty part is I'm home during the day. I'm going to probably sleep every day till about 10 or 11 and I'll be up and have a couple hours to do things with very little problems of people being in my hair. <laughs> so I'll be able <laughs> to get some go. stuff done real good. But uh, I guess what we'll do is we'll take a little break. You've been listening to the MBM podcast and we'll be back right after these. Cow RC. The radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a lie. 
MBM Podcast, and we are back from our short little break. Short to them, long to us. Yeah, well, hey, that's the beauty part of recording like this. <laughs> had to eat lunch. Yes, I hadn't eaten nothing all day, so I was starving. So you when you hungry. suggested that, do I have time to eat? I'm going, oh, yes, you have lots of time to eat. I'm going to eat, too. <laughs> you were a Hungarian. I was, I was. <laughs> but What uh, an awesome uh, chat we had with Rick there. I love talking to that guy. It is always nice to talk to those guys. It, it is. It's, 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 it is. It's just, it's nice to talk to people that appreciate the stuff we do and are great to yeah. us and great to our fans. You know what it reminds me of? What? When, remember when we met, like, uh, all those guys on Xbox bunch back a bunch of years? Oh, yeah. You know, like how we kind of just connected with that group of people? It's, yep. like, it's like the same thing, but just we actually know these people in person rather than... Yeah, yeah, we've actually physically met these people. Yeah, yeah, you Where, know. Whereas right. others we haven't, but we used... Like, I'm still in touch with quite a few guys, actually, from, from yeah. LMG. Oh, absolutely. So I think uh, what we should do is... What's that? is uh, make the announcement about how we're going to do this contest. Well, this one's on you, so you can go ahead and make the announcement. Nice. Okay, so I'm just <laughs> going to make this really, really simple. Um, the post is probably going to come before the podcast. I think that's how it's going to go. Oh, okay. Because just, you know what I mean? Who cares? Then people, well, see, I was trying to think of a way of tying it in like you know if we said like okay the number 42 has to be in your answer right but then everyone will start maybe putting the number 42 if they see everybody else putting 42 right but i don't know i don't know what do you think what do you think Uh, would make it interesting hmm. yeah okay let's do that let's just see how this works it might epically (laughs) fail it might not so if you listen to the podcast and you want to enter yourself in for the chance to win a set of 10 scale foam tires on your choice of DE racing rims. Oh, I know how exactly what to do. What? On top of everything that they, they put, instead of like putting the, like the number 42. They saying, have to use they, the words. Th- well, no. They can put, oh. I want a set of Gone Banana Racing Skins. If they put that phrase in their answer... It might take a while for everybody to figure it out. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Sure. So what you got to do is, okay, that, yeah, that'll work. So all you got to do is put, I want a set of Gone Banana Racing Skins for, and then you fill in the blank there. So for me, it would be my TLR 22 3.0. Yeah. If it was Matt, he would say for my B5M. Yeah, that'll work. So See. if you want to enter for a free set of 10 scale rims, you need to post uh, on the post that you're going to see for uh, entering into the giveaway. I want a set of Gone Banana Racing Skins and hashtag the Gone Banana Racing Skins. Uh, all one word. You've probably seen us do it and you will be able to find it on our page. And when we post the podcast, uh, Matt, when you make the link on Facebook. Yeah. Put that hashtag in there so that way there it's there, but you know what I mean? Like just tag it, you know what I'm saying, in okay. the description. So hashtag 
Hang on, let me write it down because I don't want to screw it up because I will forget about it. Just gone banana racing skins. Okay. Oh, kind of like I did already in the one it, yes. in my post. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. like that. Okay. Do that, and I think that will uh, that'll make it fair. And then they have to listen to the podcast, too. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they listen to it. Hopefully they're not just using us for free stuff. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, once Matt posts this, um, hopefully it'll be, what, Monday, Tuesday, you think? I could probably get it done tomorrow. Yeah. I just, so I just, just need just some stuff from you. And... Yeah, we'll make her easy peasy, man. Yep, yep. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I really, again, am guilty of not really paying attention to what's going on. I haven't either, but you want to know what? I've been looking at cars. I know. Guess what I've been looking at? What have you been looking at? The Yokomo YZ2CA edition. Nice. What's the CA stand for? Uh, it's carpet and astro. Oh, okay. So it's a specially designed. Yeah. Basically, the carpet astro edition uh, comes with a three gear box, three gear motor plate, three gear idler gear, main chassis, rear suspension arms. Longer bones for the drive shaft, larger bearing bell crank, chassis side plates, a lightweight body, and the springs for Astro. <laughs> nice. So it, it, it is a little different. Um, they did a few things to it. Uh, I believe some of them are like, um, what was it there? Like the, the, the suspension arms are longer, so it's a little more yeah. stable. Um, and just stuff like that. So it, it's, uh, it's right up the alley for the kind of racing we do. And at this point, I am looking at buying a car that's specific for the, the conditions we run on. The reality is my B5M can almost be converted to run on anything. You know, I can yep. I can run it on on a high bike clay track, no problem. But a car where I'd buy specifically for Carpet Astro would be specifically for that application. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of been looking at it. Um, yes, I've kind of stepped away from the associated thing. For those of you listening, you can probably understand why I'm looking at the Yokomo <laughs> without going into it. But <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before in other shows. If I'm gonna buy a brand of vehicle, I'm gonna buy the brand of vehicle that kind of started that way. You know, just like I buy Mugen 8 scale if I'm buying 8 scale. <laughs> just saying. It's amazing the things we learn over time, eh? Isn't it? Isn't it? Like, don't get me wrong. I still love my associated cars. I do. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what's happening here because uh, I have a feeling we're going to see a four-wheel drive platform coming from associated here soon. And I'm kind of curious to know what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what, it, what it's... Yeah, know what its claim to fame will be. Well, you know what I mean. Just like what is what is it gonna look like? What is it gonna? What are the features that are gonna make it, um, you know, better and and yeah, stand out from the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Can you hear my kids upstairs arguing? Just barely. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love my children. No, you don't. I do. I really do. <laughs> love them to death. Uh, As I put a for sale sign on them. <laughs> That's okay. Mine's just going for a nap. So. Oh, going for a nap. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that soon, too, because I'm going to be working the night shift. That's okay. Yeah, it'll give me something different to do for here for the week, and then uh, me and the fam jam are going, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, camping again. Oh, nice. Yep, so should be a good time. Should be good Same time. place? Yeah, we're going to go to the same place again, get ourselves down there, and all that wonderful School stuff. shopping? Uh, yeah, yeah, the wife's going to be doing school shopping. I'm just going to be more worried about um, sitting beside the fire and drinking beer. Nice. That's, 
That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's a huge problem, bro. <laughs> no, it's a great problem to have. <laughs> I'll just... Yeah. And there's a Walmart not far away, so when I run out of beer, I'll make the wife go get me more. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's all. That'll work out well, won't it? Doubt it. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look at this. What'd you find? Pretty nice. Oh, just all kinds of different stuff online. I don't know. Four. There hasn't been... Uh, for nothing RC related, that's the worst part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those ones that it, in, anyway. Yeah. So how are things yeah. going at the worlds right now? Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Again, that's looks on like, road, right? Yeah, so. it looks like Reinhardt closed day one with fourth round TQ and overnight points lead. You're just reading from Live RC. Yeah, pretty you? much. Thanks to Live RC for the coverage. It says here, after struggling with uh, pace and consistency in practice, defending champion Mark Reinhardt progressed through the first four rounds of qualifying, eventually setting the fastest time in the final run on Sunday and leading the overall points. With three or four rounds, with three of four rounds counting, he's tied with Japanese driver a uh, Akoi. Koi Sobu, Sobu, holy crap! I got to work on pronouncing names apparently. But after, but ahead after a tiebreaker, as both drivers took advantages of mistakes by top seed Nato Matsukura to secure much-needed points. Right on. I mean, it's not in Beijing or nothing. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love the on-road stuff. I like seeing it. Um, it looks like, to me, it's uh, obviously on carpet, which is something we're familiar with. I'm not going to lie. I really, really would love to see some sedan racing or something like that um, here locally to kind of break up the monotony. The, the, don't get me wrong. The indoor off-road stuff is is fun, but could you imagine how fast we could end up going if there were no <laughs> jumps? No kidding. You know what I mean? That To me, I think that kind of really fast-paced... Um, racing um, would be awesome. And from my understanding, we don't even need like a 21.5, a 17.5 are super fast in these cars. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think it would be pretty cool to see it. I'd love, like I said, like just do something different. I think it would force us to get a little bit better with our uh, with our actual setups and stuff <coughs> like that. Wow. I, I think in the, the, the world of off-road, we get away with a lot of stuff with the setups. Oh, I guess so. But yeah, so that's that's that. There isn't a whole lot of new Looks things. Looks like Let's uh, see Dakota, any... Dakota Fenn did well, too, uh, at the Aurora Nats. Yeah, yeah. TLR did good in general. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> Tends to be the, the, the common for right now, right? Yeah, yeah. They definitely, uh, those new cars of theirs have definitely been uh, tearing it up. That's for sure. I'm just trying to see if there's like any. Drake won the Pro-Line Jackpot Series at Dialed In Raceway. Nice. Congratulations to our friend Adam. There's some new bodies coming from JC Concepts for the RCA T3 and the RCA T3E. Oh, nice. Yeah, for the 8 scale platforms. That's right on. Yeah. I'm just trying to see if there's anything here. Like, uh, geez. I know. We're both scrolling to try and find new products. I think that's something maybe we should try and do in the near future here is just like have a new product that we want to talk about. We yeah, well, that's what we cool. kind of used to do, right? Oh, look, they got a Vision Racing has a new diff cover for the TLR 22 3.0. Nice. Aeromax has a new 6200 milliamp hour 3S. Oh, you don't say. 
And X-Ray's coming out with an X-12 in 2017. What's an X-12? That would probably be another on-road 12-scale. One 12-scale pan car. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what they're racing right now, I believe, in... Um, yeah. There's just like a concept picture on the... Yeah, I see that. Live RC site. <laughs> Interesting. Jeepers. Yeah, it looks like not really a whole lot's <laughs> going on. Kyosho's new RB6.6 promo video. I've seen one of those cars, like pictures of one of those cars. Those are uh, they're nice. Team Bomber TB F1 WS conversion to F104. Apparently that's out. Wow. Whatever that is. New MIP plus three millimeter offset 17 millimeter hex adapters for the 10 SCTE. Nice. Oh, look, another thing for Team Losi Racing brass LRC hinge pin brace for the 22 3.0. Oh, yeah, saw that right Low there roll too. center. Weighs 30 grams or more than a stock piece it replaces. So if you need to add weight. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, no. Have you I, I seen these the yeah racing aluminum wire clamps? Uh yeah, racing aluminum wire clamps. No. Yeah, they're friggin' cool looking. What's that for? Basically, so you know your motor wires, right? Like you know a lot of times how I just kind of try and keep them flat and zip tie them together. I've been CA gluing them together to keep them nice. Well, yeah, racing actually makes um I believe it's in four colors, black, blue, pink, and red. What are they called? Yeah, racing. Uh, they're, yeah, racing aluminum wire clamps. And all they are is, like, they got two screws, and you put your wires in it, and it's uh, for 12 to 14 gauge wire. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, right? So I think I'm going to probably order a couple of those to have around. They are nice, right? <laughs> yeah. I like that, too. One issue. What? There's no price. Oh, Free. Hold on, I just added to the, my cart. Where's my cart? <laughs> I'm on some website I don't normally go to. This is probably why I don't come to this site. <laughs> and then, of course, we can't forget about Axial coming out with uh, lots of new stuff. You know, we've missed the whole fact that they come out with the SCX-10-2. Um, they just released a monster truck, uh, the Gravedigger-based monster truck, which I'm sure in the future we're probably going to end up seeing something along the lines of a kit of that um, and you being able to kind of build whatever kind of monster truck you want, uh, which would be awesome. Uh, but again, who doesn't like Gravedigger right at the same time? So I think uh, I think Axial definitely hit one off there for sure. I do like the look of the SCX-2, uh, SCX-10-2. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get one, but I might get one. It's hard to say. <clears throat> you going to live over there? Yeah, I just stretched. I'm oh. having kind of tweaked my shoulder there, and it's just it's been bothering me. So Yeah, that's what you were saying there, that you were uh, having a little bit of a sore <clears throat> shoulder. Laying around too much, that's why. <clears throat> <laughs> but whatever. I, I didn't say it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, I <laughs> probably think just about we'll, it. yeah. We'll just wrap her up, and I think uh, what we'll do is, is try to get a little more of a plan together. Um, maybe me and you can bounce some ideas off each other. Uh, maybe this evening while you're driving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just kind of maybe we'll uh, create uh, like we were talking an actual kind of a 
itinerary that we can follow when we do these. Yeah, just to kind of give everybody, uh, you know what yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it doesn't even matter the order we do it in, just segments that, that, that people can come to expect. Yeah, a little more in the shows, structured, right? you know. Like you said, we, we can pick a new product each and reflect on it. And and then I think the other thing we're going to do is, is we're going to do a segment called... Uh, <laughs> I hadn't even really thought of the name, but we're going to take our local news. Oh, yeah. And we're going to tell everybody that listens to this podcast about things that happen about where we live. <laughs> and the reason why I want to do this is, is because the other day... As I'm scrolling the website for local news, I come across the heading of some dude was arrested for masturbating in a parking lot. Now, I, I, I uh, whatever it is, what it is, you might have to explain this to the kids there, folks. But really, who does that? Like, is this normal? Like, is it normal? Do you uh, does everybody out there? get their local news and see a headline like that it's just not normal <laughs> <laughs> that no you are uh, very right on that one you know like so i i get a kick out of some of the news that even just the the taglines that they use you know yeah no i know and unfortunately some of the uh commentary i had for it before is not uh no 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 but like just it really <laughs> is like these guys that are putting this up you know, they're just, I don't know, they're very creative sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And funny enough, you mentioned like a new local news segment that we're going to start doing. Uh, if you guys search around in the very near future, there will be a little short. Uh, I'm going to host it through SoundCloud. We're going to call it WTF <laughs> with, the stu- with the stove and moose. And uh, needless to say, they'll be short. They'll probably be, I would say, uh, probably under five minutes regularly. Um, and they'll come and go from SoundCloud as space permits. So when we run out of space, we'll remove old ones to continue loading new ones. I don't know how often you'll get them. Um, but pretty much they're going to be off-the-cuff WTF moments that we have, whether it be me or Mike. Um, <laughs> but uh, it should act uh, or be pretty comical, I would think, for some people. Oh, yeah. It'll be totally uncensored, so beware if you are going to listen to these on your car stereo. <laughs> there may be fleeting expletives filled along in this thing, so uh, it should be funny. We already have one recorded. The nice thing is, well, Mike's at home and I'm at work. If I'm having a moment, he's able to call me, hit record, and <laughs> I'm able to let it fly. So it should uh, we're laughing because we know the context of the last one it was it was pretty funny mike i didn't realize mike was actually going to record it and then when we were done it was recorded so maybe we'll we'll put almost the whole one up where i came up with the concept and everything that'll that i think that'll be funny for most everybody so keep an eye so out like, there for that so like here's another one. Oh boy no insurance no license wrong plates <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh. explaining to some of our american friends um, like I know for you in a lot of states, uh, you have tags that go with the car, um, in Canada, well in Ontario, at least the plates actually belong to the owner. Um, you can't transfer the plates over, I think to anybody that's an, or can you, if you sign the affidavit, 
Anyway, um, for, you know, the plates go back. Well, for the most part, they go back. I know, like, when I got my pickup truck, my stepfather signed the affidavit and gave me his plates with the truck. And they were able to switch them into my name. I just don't know if you can do that with anybody outside family members. Anyway, but in the States, for the most part, when you buy a car off somebody, it comes with tags on it. Like, you know, you just register everything. My understanding, I might be incorrect, but yeah. Yeah, it's just some places. Some people. (laughs) So comments. Wow. All the way from Sherbrooke, Quebec. That's where this guy was from that they busted. Oh, wow. Really? (laughs) Did they really bump into each other? Oh, no, they wrote on the road. Then somebody posts on here. Not our problem. Not the police. His problem. He should have thought about it before he committed the crime. (laughs) Hey, I got a recall for everybody. You ready? 17 varieties of the original, or, or sorry, 17 varieties of the Oriental Packaging Company Incorporated manufactured season contained with lead, contaminated with lead. How do you get <laughs> lead in it? Yeah, Le- yeah, yeah. Blended curry seasoning recalled. Yeah, that's that curry stuff or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like uh-huh. this one, wet weather doesn't dampen spirits at Northern Superior Brew and Corn Fest. Um, it rained, uh, like buckets yesterday. Oh, I know, right? At certain times. I don't care how much of the spirit you were in for anything. When that rain was coming down hard, it sucked. Yes, it did. Cause I was outside barbecue when it decided to do one of its huge downpours. Yeah. We were, we were out of friend's camp for a fish fry and, oh. uh, at least there was tents to cover us up, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was very wet. Oh, this is awesome. You want to hear this one? City caught misusing software. Cost to taxpayers <laughs> equals $178,000. A supplier audit caught city staff using C-O-B-O-L. Or what is that? COBOL? COBOL? Yeah, COBOL. COBOL for application Cobol. not including a software license. I got to read this whole article. This is going to be great. Yeah. City council will ask Monday to approve a one-time payment of $178,073 <laughs> to one of its longtime software suppliers after the supplier's audit caught city staff using COBOL for applications not included in its license. The settlement payment to Microfocus Canada Limited avoids all punitive administration costs and any potential l- litigation costs. City solicitor... Nuella Kenny says in a report to Mayor Provenzano and City Council, the city's contract with Microfocus is more than 20 years old. The company provides City Hall with software licensing, backup support, and disaster recovery services. The audit revealed software uses outside that which is permitted in the contract, Kenny said. Microfocus has requested payment for this additional usage. Microfocus initially asked to be reimbursed for five years of unauthorized COBOL applications. The city settlement payment covers two years of misuse. Specifically, the city's data processing practice was deemed to be outside the scope of the current license grant, which was originally licensed through Microfocus and maintained for many years, Kenya advised councillors. In addition, the city has was requi- required to purchase additional licenses for the standby disaster recovery server and a one-time purchase of third-party access. Are we for freaking real right now? Here's, here's the city's theme song. You ready for it? Yeah. Wait it. I don't hear it. Oh. <laughs> I can hear you breathing. <laughs> I know I breathe like a horse. Hold on here. I got it. Here you got it. I got it. I got it. Bunch of thugs over there, man. Yeah, tell me about it, right? 
stealing software. Unbelievable. <laughs> Misusing their software. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> no, no. What should happen is, is the 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 people responsible for letting that slip should be the ones holding the bill, not as taxpayers. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh well. Gotta love where we live. What I'd like to know is what's this software doing for two hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. Right. That you know the city can't do without. But. Oh, I got another one. You ready? Mm-hmm. OPP make arrest and alleged library fraud. <laughs> 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 Police alleged corporate credit cards and business bank accounts were used inappropriately. In Bruce Mines of all places. <laughs> now, for those of you out there that don't know Bruce Mines, I implore you to go to Google and type in Bruce Mines, Ontario, Canada, and look at how freaking small this place is. I think the population, 500? Yeah, something like that. Oh, that's so bad. How? Oh, my God. On November 18, 2015, the East Algoma, Ontario Provincial Police were contacted regarding a possible fraud of the Bruce Mines and Plumber Additional Union Public Library located in Bruce Mines. The investigation determined that the accused used corporate credit cards and business bank accounts for personal use. Oh, okay. She must have worked for the, the dealio. For the library. So say, how do you do that? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Busted. So yeah, that's some of the, some of the local news from. Yeah. Next time we'll be we a little bit more prepared. Oh no, it's still funny just to read it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, uh, dude caught in car doing inappropriate things. Really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's the internet for that. Yeah, and but, at home, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. But what can you do? All right. Well, I think we should wrap her up, Mayor Matt. And yeah, for sure. I think we've got a good one in. And uh, you think? Uh, what do you think? We we'll just join Eric, the Eric thing, in, or should um, we do them as separates? I'll, I'll do them as separates. But what we'll do is we'll uh, no knock on Eric Jensen, but we'll put this one up first, um, and then we'll follow it uh, a couple days later with uh, Eric. Sure. Spray, uh, spray, uh, spread them out. Give them a little bit of time to listen. Find out about the uh, contest get entered in the contest give them another one and then between then and now we'll probably get a little bit more content for them and then we can uh yeah we can start giving them uh regular shows for the yep. most part and like i said i think uh every week we'll pick three songs each so that'll be a total of six yep we'll pass those on to the end paste those on to the end sorry and uh and then you let us know who's you like more yeah you can mics are mine and I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say which three songs they are and then just play them back to back to back. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not mine. going to get too fancy with it. I think I'll just queue them up in a playlist, let them go. Let them, and that'll let be them it. rip. So on that note, I will uh, get you both weeks worth uh, here shortly. Sweet. Well, I guess that's going to be it for Mike and myself. You've been listening to the MBM podcast. Of course, thank you to you guys for listening. Thanks to guys like Rick at Common and Racing Skins, Eric over at um, Live RC. I had a brain fart there for a minute. Uh, Edwin at Dutch Oven Designs, and anybody else that's always been uh, supporting us and helping us through this. Michael uh, Michael Bahana over at uh, Evil Empire. Evil Empire, yep. Been great to us. Yep, for sure. Can't forget our friends at Cow RC. Yes, Heath, thank you very much. And uh, 
hopefully, uh, like I said, we're going to get uh, a couple more contests, I think, here going. Uh, won't be every time, but uh, definitely more often than not. Yep, absolutely. So. With that being said, we're out. We gone. Take care. All right, guys. Uh, something a little new here we're going to try. Uh, it's a little test, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Me and Matt are each going to pick three songs each week or each time we post uh, a podcast and see what you guys think of some of the music that we like to listen to. Uh, some of it is stuff I listen to more often. Some of it's less often. Sometimes it'll be all one genre. Sometimes it's going to jump all over the place. Uh, on that note, this week is a little bit all over the place. Uh, I'm going to be playing Cheerleader by OMI, Cut the Cord by Shinedown, and Unstoppable by Afrojack. Hope you guys enjoy it. My one solution is my queen Cause she stays strong Yeah, yeah She is always in my corner Right there when I wanna All these other girls are tempting But I'm empty when you're gone And they say Do you need me? Do you think I'm pretty? Do I make you feel like cheating? I'm like, no, not really Cause oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader She is always right there A cheerleader She is always right there When I need her She walks like a model She grants my wishes like a genie In a bottle Yeah, yeah Cause I'm the wizard of love And I got the magic wand All these other girls are tempting But I'm empty when you're gone And they say Do you need me? Do you think I'm pretty? Do I make you feel like cheating? I'm like, no, not really that I found myself a cheerleader She is always right there when I need her Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader She is always right there when I need her
So cultivate and plant the seed. Hold your breath and count to ten. Just count to ten.
Like Mike was saying, uh, we are giving you guys some music that we listen to. Um, I get the distinct advantage of getting to hear Mike's music and then kind of pick mine from there and get a feel. Um, So a lot of times, maybe sometimes, uh, we'll get music that kind of goes along in the same uh, genre, but his was all over the place. But I did pick three songs for you guys to enjoy. I got Light It Up by Major Lazer, Cheap Thrills by Sia, and Peanut Butter Jelly by Galantis. These are three songs that, yes, I do listen to, believe it or not. And I hope you guys enjoy them as much as I do. Stand up like a soldier, baby. Yeah, I know you been like that. Got it like a holster, baby. Show them say you're wicked like that.
up with it, girl. Rock with it, girl. See Show them it, girl. But the bang bang. Bunks with it, girl. Dance with it, girl. Get with it, girl. But the bang bang. Come on, come on. Turn the radio on. It's Friday night. And I won't be long. Gotta do my hair. Put my makeup on. Visualize it, I'll give us 
it from us at the NBM podcast make sure you guys like share our page on facebook we appreciate it of course you can find us NBM podcast everything rc on facebook and of course you can check out the podcast at mbmpodcast.podbean.com so again thank you very much for listening to us and we hope you enjoy the show